Well, after a, a few weeks off, we are back. Trans-Tasman gibberish 2024. Here we come. Both sporting remarkable moustaches. Oh, yeah. Adam, how are you, mate? Very well. Why do yourself? Oh, absolutely amazing. I'm loving 2024 has been kind to me so far. Oh, that's good. That's mm. good, mate. What's being so kind about it? The food. What, you're eating I've more? eaten a lot of food. I've put on a lot of weight. <laughs> Starting training again in the morning, and uh, oh. and I'm back on a, I'm back, I'm back on my diet. I'm back on my lot change of life, but I just oh, had to polish off sake. the last of my freckles. Oh my! You didn't have to, you know. You could oh, flush it. No, you didn't. Do you know why I had to? Because I didn't have time to make lunch because I had to have a podcast with some fuckwit in New Zealand. I wonder who that is. Yeah. Um, I hey, I had a wonderful time in the Gold Coast over Christmas. Oh, it's it good wonderful. to hear. It was great to see you. It's great to hang out on the on the casting couch. It was awesome to be invited onto Born to Watch to do the Pulp Fiction one, and obviously my very uh, my very early um, pre-adulation that I had, of course, uh, giving it a ten out of five. Um, it was a good episode. Well done, mate. Oh, thank you. No, no, it was it was good. It was it was really cool to see the the three the triumvirate, as I call you guys, who have been mates for a million years, just riff off each other. It was awesome. It was really cool. Yeah, look, it, uh, sometimes it's a bit uh, intimidating coming into a well-established team. Uh, but, mate, you are, you are the Cameron Green to, uh, to our batting lineup, And you just slotted in. Uh, we don't know what position you're going to be yet, but, uh, yep. but you, slotted, you slotted in very easily. Oh, thank you. That's great. Mm. I love Cameron Green. I think he's a great player. I think he's going to be a really good player. If we well, fucking play him. He's going, um, to play, he's going to bat number four. Is he? And Steve Smith up the Smith order. will open. Well, I've got a lot of cricket talk for later. Um, but Excellent. Firstly, I just, want to, I just want to say thank you to my great mate, Mark Rushton, and his beautiful wife, Kate, for having us for a long time uh, over that Christmas period. Really appreciate it. They're lovely, lovely people and very hospitable. We had a great is, time there. Is he and a listener? We, is he a listener? Uh, he, he's starting to listen. And, then, and he, he did, I spoke to him yesterday, and he said um, one of the boys, Rob, uh, is now listening full time. He's a he's a lovely guy. He's a Mexican. He's from Victoria. Okay. And uh, we hung out a little bit with him and his wife Michelle. And uh, Rob, shout out to you. Keep listening. Share it, mate. Look, these dulcet tones. You can't get anything better on pods. I'll tell you that. You right. can't. If you want to hear more, you know, you can always get a born to watch. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, hey, I wanted to start. Do you like New Year's resolutions? Do you do New Year's resolutions? I don't do New Year's resolutions. Right. So yeah. what are they? I don't do them. <laughs> you don't? Neither do I. No. Neither do I. I'm, I, I think New Year's resolutions uh, are the wanker's folly. <laughs> you know, 2024, come and get me. Uh, you know, 2024 is going to be the most successful year of my life. I'm not going to eat freckles. I failed already. <laughs> I'm not going to put on weight. Failed already. Oh shit! Now I think I, I think they're a joke. Aren't we adults? So that if we do want to change something, let's just change it there and then. Okay. <laughs> like, yeah, I you know agree. What I mean? Yeah. Uh, what What are your um? What's your thoughts on the universe? What's your thoughts on affirmations? What's your what? thoughts on uh, the power of positive thinking? Do you want me to get my daughter? Mm. Not get my daughter to talk about affirmations and stuff. Mm. Daily affirmations. Look, you know that I had a little bit of a 
a turn when I was on the Gold Coast and I was trying to start a company called Mapped Out, which was to, you know, kind of better yourself and I was going to sell fucking training and all this sort of stuff. And I did have an affirmation. I said every day because every day I used to wake up and go, I don't want to fucking be here. I don't want to go to work. Fuck this. So I changed that around and had an affirmation. For the life of me, I can't remember what it is. Actually, I do, but I'm not oh, going to say it on here. No, you fucking say um, it now, Adam. <laughs> you fucking say it now. Nah. Say nah, it? Nah. Say it? Nah. Nah. Come on, mate. There's seven people listening to this. Can, eight can, now. Can... Eight now with Robbo. <laughs> Robbo. Say it. I, I can only remember the first part, which is, what was it? It was, oh, what was it? Today is going to be a great day. <laughs> I used to say it on the car on the way to Varsity Lake Station before I got on the train to Brisbane. Today is going to be a great day. I can't, no, honestly, I can't remember the rest of it. That was the start of it. It was only another line, and it, and it was probably like, hopefully I don't step in dog shit or something like that. Okay, so I've but, got, we've, we're getting way off the track of what the original, but I've got a uh, box here of mm, affirmations that <laughs> at my old job we gave oh. to our clients. As a Christmas present. So it's like oh, a, a little block that you could put a card in each day. Okay. Right? Yeah, grab one. And it was your daily affirmation. Yep, what's your daily affirmation? So let's name, let's read a couple and tell me what you think of these ones. Okay. okay. Yep. Positive thoughts generate positive feelings and attract positive life experiences. Well, maybe. I'm not, I'm not going to discount that. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Might, might do it. Something good comes out of everything. Well, that just means you learn shit from shit you get wrong, right? That's yep. fine. Yeah, okay. okay. Life is always working out for me. Well, that's kind of like the the place you're supposed to be is right now. Yep. Kind of thing. That's it. Yeah, that makes, I mean, that makes sense to me. Yeah. Well, that, mate, they're all done on ChatGPT. <laughs> every day, in every way, I'm getting fitter and stronger. Well, that's not. That's absolutely not true. That's depending not true. on what you're doing, right? If, oh, you're, this is... if you're drinking 15 liters of Coca-Cola and eating chips, that's not true. So that's fucked. Unless you are doing something better. And they got original here. Every day, in every way, I'm getting better and better. Yeah, that's see, that's not true either. Depends what you're doing. I am enough. Maybe again, maybe. I've told my wife that. That you're enough. Yeah. I am perfect, whole, and complete, just the way I am. Don't go changing. Fucking hell. And again, that one's a maybe for me. But um, yeah. Uh, look, look, uh, look. I get why, and I get it because I've been through it. Right. That if you can, the more positive thoughts you have, probably the better off you are going to be. I think. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, yep. And and I, and I suppose that's. A, a good. Someone was telling me the story. Was it today? Who was it? That they said, "Oh, have you got any New Year's resolutions?" She goes, "Oh, this, these two women talking to each other." One of them goes, "Oh, I want to get off dairy," and they're in this line to to the uh, to get a coffee, and they go, "Yeah, I want to get off dairy. That'd be really good." And and then two minutes later, she orders a a, a latte. Yeah, <laughs> that lasted twenty five seconds. That New Year's <laughs> resolution, apparently. But yeah, no, I'm not a big New Year's resolutions person. I just. I'm an adult, so I can make decisions on when to change stuff if I want to or not. It doesn't need to be the first, the 31st of December or the 1st of January. To no, do it's it. just, uh, yeah. That's my view anyway. Your life's fluid. So anyone out there who has New Year's resolutions, just sort your shit out. Yeah, be better. 
be better. That's all we ask on this. Be better. Be better even though you do nothing, says that affirmation. No, no, you've got to do something. Every day I'm getting better and better. Or is it better and bitter? Oh, no, it's New Zealand accent. Bitter and bitter. Bitter and bitter. Probably a South African accent, that one. (laughs) All right, should I start with a news story? Please do. Oh, by the way, uh, all you listeners out there, we've tried to do this over the past two weeks and our internet has been fucked. I've got to say, I don't think your internet's a hell of a lot better because you're quite blurry. Oh, you're going a little bit blurry too. So let's quickly run through everything in the next one minute, all right? No, no. Perfect, different. <laughs> all right, I thought I'd start with um, – which one should I start with? I'm going to start with a thing you love, is that, and that's that's driving on the roads and you love speed cameras and stuff. Here, this, there was an article – this is stuff. A lot of this is from stuff because they've got the, the most decent articles at the moment. But here's some unwritten rules you won't find in the rule book, the New Zealand Road Code. Wave back. Thoughts straight away on wave back. If someone lets you in or someone does something nice for you, you got to oh, wave I, back, don't you? I generally wave back, yeah. you got to. And do you yeah. go, like, I go, if someone doesn't wave to me when I've let them go through, I rage a little bit. I go, you fucking wanker. I say, thanks, cunt. Yeah, so, yeah, something yeah. similar. Yeah, okay, good. We're on the same one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no sneaking in. Now, I think this is bullshit, this one. If a driver allows one person to pull out and then you try to sneak in behind them, there's a clear breach of one of the unwritten rules of Aotearoa. I'm not a big, I don't care about that. If you've given big enough gap for two cars to go in, that's your fault, I think. Yeah, I agree with personally. that. It's not one, the rule's not one for one, is it? Well, look, if in a perfect world, I think it's one for one. Yeah. Like they say in New Zealand, merge like a zip or a zop, as they say. So it's Z Merge like a zip, you know. One and I think that just means one and what. Yeah, mate. oh god. No one can. We haven't started the YouTube channel yet, but he's doing rap movements and it looks unfate, unsavory. Um. Okay. Warn uncom- oncoming traffic. So if you see police parked there with speed, oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. You got to let the, you got to let everyone. That's know. illegal. You get fined for that if you get caught. You don't here. It's not illegal here. You do here. Yeah, you can flash, and it says here, um, it says, but he, uh, uh, oh, I can't remember, fuck it. Um, but, yeah, it's not illegal here, absolutely not. And why should it be illegal? What You're just communicating to another car. Yeah. Um, well, you're actually, not, you're actually sorry, not allowed to communicate to another car in general, I don't think. Well, unless you've got a mobile phone, I suppose. Mm. Um, acknowledge kind deeds. Yeah, look, I do that. I, I, you know, if a truck or lets you pass or a tractor lets you pass out in the road, I just give it a little bit of a hoot as a thank you. I yeah. think that's or, or flash your lights. I think that's fair enough. Uh, what else? Don't be a jerk. Oof, what the fuck does that mean? Seriously, you know, I, you know, I told you ages ago they got like a they got they're aiming for zero, or the old government was aiming for zero fatalities on the road. Yes, I think there's already been ten this year, so yeah. nearly one a day. Zero, so, well zero is a very unreasonable no, achievement. It's, it's stupid, mate. It's stupid. Anyway, that's my first article of the year. How, how fun was that? That was good. I've, I'm going to stick on the car theme. Oh, cool. I love cars. Really uh, Raymond and Barbara Edwards plead guilty to willful damage after keying Tesla and BMW in a Brisbane car park. <laughs> okay. An elderly couple. They're 70. Yep. Right? Apparently, 
in broad daylight in a fit of road rage, Raymond and Barb pleaded guilty to willful damage. Ray and Ray, Barb. Ray and Barb. You couldn't have better Aussie names. Ray, Ray and, and Barb. Barb. And there's a photo here of, of Ray on his, I mean, his durry. So oh, Ray's Jesus. on the durry still. On the Winnie Blues. So they were caught on uh, the CCTV. <laughs> uh, and they were, with the Teslas, actually, no. They were caught on the Teslas onboard cameras. Oh, the, what? Yeah. So they were keying down the length. Of the car, uh, quotes for the damage to each vehicle. There was two and a half grand to the BMW and eighteen hundred for the Tesla. Ooh, right, that's a lot of damage. Uh, it was in a. So what had happened? They'd been they'd been cut off by uh, the couple. Were given a. They were only given a five hundred dollar good behaviour bond for twelve months, but in ordered to pay the, uh, the 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 what it costs to get them fixed. Uh, Absolutely. So they're in a fit of rage, road rage, because they were cut off by the the, the Tesla and a white uh, a white Tesla and a BMW cut them off the road, almost forced them into a power pole about eight hundred meters from Brookside Shopping Centre. Oh, sounds like a fairly like that's a fairly substantial like cut off. Yeah, it does. into a power pole. Uh, tipping probably didn't go down that way. No, you know, not at all. And, and look. You know, I get the odd bit of road rage, right? Just internally, I don't fucking get out with an axe and try and murder someone, right? But I'll go, you fucking. But then I go, but you know, sometimes I daydream and cut someone off, or you know, don't check my blind spot properly, and you know, and merge poorly, not like a zip. Um, so look, you know, if you can be relaxed in a car, I think it would. Uh, I think you'd have a much better ride, no matter what, and make sure. Things that do annoy me, like don't people don't indicate. Like, come on, indicate, please. But I've never. Have you ever keyed someone's car? No. No, neither have I. I had a mate of mine. Mate of mine. wipers and um, side mirrors, but never keyed a car. I've pissed on a few cars. Mm. Uh, my mate got his car keyed down in Collaroy Beach car park, and they just wrote "See you next Tuesday" on the top of his car. In the oh. biggest letters you've ever seen. <laughs> it was a, he bought this cheap bloody Mercedes. Oh, he thought brilliant. he was all that, and he's he thoroughly deserved it. Oh, so, yeah, not mates with him anymore. Did he? Um, did he notice? <clears throat> uh, yeah, he came in the what? next day, and it was like there was a couple other sort of scratches around it, but they'd written oh. C U N T on the top of his roof. Oh my god, that's brilliant! It was massive. It was amazing. <laughs> Yep, so oh, anyway, don't, old Ray, Ray and Barb. Don't, don't road rage Ray and Barb, otherwise no. uh, you're in big trouble. No, it's usually 20-somethings, who males who rage, but uh, Ray and Barb just thought they were being uh, Batman and Robin, eh? Yeah, he's going to have to give up smoking old Ray to pay for his fines. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's only about four packets of cigarettes, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. Fucking hell. All right, cool. Excellent, excellent. Hey, um, here's, here's a headline for you. It is, when I can get to it. <laughs> Will banker claws deliver fast, secure banking? Question mark. Now, if people don't know, I'm in finance, so um, this is why I chose this one, which was I thought was quite good. So basically, I'll just paraphrase this. Every oh, country in the world, right, has instant banking, except Laos, Papua New Guinea, 
North Korea and New Zealand. <laughs> Instant banking. So here we have what's called OSCO, where yes. if you transfer something, it instantly goes into someone's account. Is that what we're talking about? 100%. Right. Yep. So let me just repeat those powerhouse I love it. I countries. love that New Zealand is in with the third world countries here. Laos, Papua <laughs> New Guinea, and North Korea. Mm, well, no one has any money in North Korea. Well, they don't need it. Yeah, you're right. No one's got all on the same wage except the miners. <laughs> in North in North Korea, they're all on the same wage. You work for dumpling. Otherwise, me blow you up. <laughs> Are we gonna have to cut that out? Oh, no, <laughs> uh, that's not bad at all. That's great. Huh. Um, but we, New Zealand, are in that group. And, and, and the thing that's really stupid about it all, and don't get me wrong, I understand there's different countries, but they're all owned by Australian banks. So why the hell haven't they pushed this? Well, the reason they haven't pushed it is because I think it costs a shitload more, so it's going to cost the banks more money. So anyway, I just wanted to point that out to all you New Zealanders out there that New Zealand is one of four countries that don't have instant payments for banking. And once again, the Australian banks are ripping us off somehow because they're not putting it in. So anyway, that was that one. I thought I'd do a quick one on that. I think just New Zealand, you've got to be better again. Just be better. Be better. New Zealand sucks. Hmm. Uh, okay. <laughs> Brings... the oh, hey, hey, hey. The weather's yeah. good, though. I'm in a singlet. It's nice and warm here today, mate. Pushing with rain here today. It's been raining oh. for rained all yesterday. All oh. probably for half day yesterday, all night rained a lot. Oh, it's very Jesus. moist. Dick. Brings me to tears. Everyday activity Gen Zers are terrified of. What do you think it is? Getting out of bed. <laughs> Probably one of them. <laughs> Gen Zers are considered one of the most technologically advanced generations, but they're afraid of one thing. Yep. And they've spent their whole lives surrounded by it. Yep. The simple act of making a phone call. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. So they live on their phone but they just never actually use it for what it was actually invented for. No, no. My kids don't use it for that at all, and they're yeah. Gen Zers. Yep. Yeah, they Snapchat yep. and they'll Instagram and they'll fucking whatever. They don't do Facebook. That's only for old cunts like us. The amount of um, times I say to my son, just call them or just call them, like, no, nah, I'll text them. Yeah. Same as I've the girl I'm working yep. that's working with me at the moment, uh, She's got a couple of clients that we're trying to deal with, and she's like, I'll send them an email. I said, can you just call them, please? And follow it up with an email is fine. Yeah. But just call, call them. them first and have call a chat. Them. So this is what we – then email them with what you chatted about. So is one, one girl says here, if I had to make a phone call, I'd freak out. When I do make a call, I usually sit down and write potential responses to what I think they'll say to me just so I'm prepared. So, so my daughter just got a job, right? She's been she's been back for a while now. She wants to get a job to head back overseas. She sent. I don't think she actually talked to anyone until she went in for the trial. 
Like, I think everything was done over email or yeah. that nowadays. I thought that was quite quite interesting, actually, that the person didn't want to – I would at least want to speak to them you, first I, I just to you, make sure they're not a dickhead. Correct. Far out. What do you think we as Gen Xers didn't like doing? Um, Taking out, oh, I took out the garbage. I was thinking of more physical stuff. Or well, masturbation. You didn't like doing no, it? No, no. We didn't like people knowing we did it. it was yeah, the that's years. kind of gone out the window now. It's, oh, it? for, no, for now, mate. They're, they're wanking, the, wanking the lounge room. I don't give a shit. <laughs> used to go through. Well, it's. it's we went th- used to go through the guilt I wouldn't years. want your eight-year-old, no, nine, ten-year-old? Ten, I wouldn't want your ten-year-old walking on that, though. Oh, I don't, I'm not saying traumatic. I do. I still hide my masturbation. Oh, okay. Uh, locked door. There's at least one locked door between me and the family. And, uh, <laughs> you know, back in the days, back in the 90s, you know, I, think I might have spoken about this before, but you'd find the, the, the availability of, Good pornography to masturbate to was was hard to come by. Um, if you weren't eighteen, mm-hmm. so you'd use anything that you could find. So the old Supre catalog or Target lingerie. Up. Yeah, nice. Target lingerie was really good. Lingerie special mm-hmm. that'd stay that'd stay hidden in the toilet for a long time. Would you sneak your mum's magazines like Woman's Day? Oh, mate, I went to a lot of Woman's Day. Yeah, new yeah. idea. Straight yeah. to the back, straight to the social pages where the yes. girls are all dressed up and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You might have yeah. Elle McPherson at, at a red carpet yeah. event. There's, there's The Chinese population was wasted on new idea. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, How do we get to masturbation? What were we talking about? We generally get there. Gen- every time. We generally get there. Every time. Oh, yeah. well. All right, you're oh, up. God, am I up? Yeah, uh, I've got a few actually. Let's let's do these. I've got some quick ones though, so they're quite quite good ones. Speaking of um, masturbation, speaking of masturbation. Oh, let's do, okay. Speaking of masturbation, Shannon Doherty reveals wishes for her funeral as life with cancer continues. Mm. Um. So so she. Ba- this is what she's basically said. So she. What, uh, I want to be mixed with my dog, and I want it to be mixed with my dad. I do not want to be buried and not cremated. I don't understand that at all. You must need. You must have to be cremated to be mixed with your, your dad. Additionally, the actress considered having some of Ash's. Yes, she's getting cremated. Some of Ash's used to grow a tree, uh, and then she also said, "There's lots of people that I think would show up that I don't want there, etc." So, so my point on this article is, who cares? You're fucking dead. Who cares what happens to you? <laughs> Who gives a shit? If you know, you must have had that conversation with your wife. What do you, what do you want to happen if you if you do die? So I don't give a fuck what you do with it. Yeah, I don't particularly care. I don't care. I mean, it'd be nice if you had a piss up, right? Yeah. That'd be great. Just have a piss up. But I don't care if I'm buried, um, chopped up into pieces and fed to the dogs, cremated, um, Taken it, you know, a, 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 a you know, what do you call it? Viking funeral? You put me out in a wooden oh, yeah, fucking yeah. burning thing. Pyre. Can I shoot the arrow? Could, oh, fucking earth, you can. I could not give a flying toss. I am dead. Thanks for coming. Mm. So Shannon, I don't care. That's a really quick article for me, isn't it? There you go. She's got That's funny eyes, Shannon Doherty. They're like, well, she's had heaps of of. 
of um, what do you call it? Um, Botox and shit. You can tell her whole face is droopy as shit. She'll burn quicker. Well, yeah, she will. It, but it will put toxins into the into the air, so the environmentalists won't be happy. It's like a like an orchy bong, orchy bottle bong. I used to have an orchy bottle bong. I'm, I'm sure you did. I did, mate. I used to hide it behind, in in the back of my cupboard. Yeah. <laughs> Smoke some canes out of that one. Yeah, I'm sure your cupboard smells amazing. And, and then watch Pulp Fiction fifty thousand times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm going to move on quickly. Yeah, go. I a quick one, right? Go for it. Yeah, go for it. Yeah. Do you know? Okay, you need to guess what is the what is the top male boy's name in New Zealand that that parents parents call them? Tana. Tane. No. No, no, it's uh, very English, mate. It's an English name. William. No. It's for George. The past, for the past 10 Charles. years. You're not going to get it. For the past 10 years. Frederick. <laughs> nope, Tanifa. No, no, no. Tanifa. What's, what's a Tanifa? What's a Tanifa? Death. Jake. You know what I said? Death. It's death. It's Jake. Fucking come in, the, come in the room and eat you up. Um, It's Oliver. Oh, right. For the past 10 years, the main name is Oliver. Now, Ollie. I don't know about you, but I'm quite strong in my opinion of boys' names. And Oliver is not one I would give to my kid because it just it, it sounds feminine to me. Well, if you add an I in, it does. Olivier. <laughs> <laughs> or olive oil. Mm, right there. Uh, I, look, I, I like a good, strong, masculine name is what I like. Well, hence Max. Yeah. Is yeah, he absolutely. is he just Max or is he Maximus or He's Maximilian? Just Max. just Max. Max Adam Strang, his name is. Right. God. Two solid names to how, start with in a strong how, Scottish like, surname. How arrogant are you giving your son your middle name? It's a, yeah. Fuck a duck. Thank you. But it has been a family trait for years and years what, and years. calling so. everyone Adam? No, the firstborn male has the father's name. So my father's name's Bruce William, and his grandfather was William. I'm Adam Bruce after my dad, so it's kind of a fuck it. That's kind of a yeah. Okay, so what do you think? <laughs> fuck off. Um, what do you? Th- Here's some suge- so this is basically a forecast of what names will be this year, but they also talk about what is. Um, Barbie is going to be a girl's fuck name. Fuck off. Uh, yep. Nah. Yep, they reckon the trend's going to happen. It will not. Um, Honey and Lulu, another ones. Um, yeah, shit. Okay, out. I don't know um, where I sit. Uh, I don't mind Lulu. Maybe I could probably do Lulu. Yep. Don't know about Honey. Honey probably honey. don't know about Lulu either. To be honest. Yeah. Lulu. Lulu's okay. Lulu's quite cool. Yeah, Lulu's um, okay. Yeah. I don't know. I had a mate whose girlfriend was called Lou, and we used to call Lulu. Yeah, okay. She loved it. So I probably wouldn't call my daughter Lulu, but, you know. Yeah. Yeah, well, my daughter now, her name's Brooke, and she wanted to be... She Brooke said, Adam? Oh, think... No, fuck off. Brooke Christina after a grandmother. Um, <laughs> she, We told her that we, we were thinking about calling it India. She said, oh, that would have been way better. I'm like, oh, let's change your name now. Jesus, you're 19. India. Yeah. Now, do you know what they reckon a big trend is going to be over here? Oppenheimer. Girls' names. <laughs> girls' names for boys. 
Okay. So what? Let, like, me, let me tell you some. Morgan. Alice? Well, no, they're, they're more unisex Maud? ones like Morgan, Taylor, and Cameron, which have been used for a while. But they're okay. talking about Artemis, Eden, Florence, Romy, Cleo, Willow, and Hazel. Okay. If, if there was a bloke called Florence, his head is getting flushed down the toilet nine times a day. Uh, and that is your father's apparent. Yep, I agree. My favourite was always Kimberly Hughes, the cricketer. Kimberly. Yeah. No I wonder mean, he cried. Fucking hell. No wonder he no, cried. He was Cameron's, very Cameron's not a girl's name, though. That's a boy's name originally, isn't it? Yeah, I think. No, I think originally it was a girl's, but, but I don't mind Cam. Cam's quite a cool. Cam's name. Right. I don't mind that. The others. Anyway, there's some baby names for you. Um, yeah, Ren is another one. W R E N. Ren. It's kind of like out of a si- fantasy novel. It's a bird, yeah, isn't it? Know. A wren? Yeah. <laughs> it is a bird. Oh, that'll do with baby names. But Oliver, for me, I'm not a big fan. So I apologise for all you listeners out there who've got or called Oliver or have called your kids Oliver, but you, you've stuffed it up. <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. defends controversial film Tropic Thunder against Blackface Backlash. Oh, this was... But, uh, Fuck this me. is still oh, going on. Fucking hell. The Hollywood star has continued to defend the controversial film. Oh, what are you doing? Uh, it's is the stupid video. Coming on? Stupid is that video. Your coming on? In which he played a method actor wearing blackface for a role. Okay. So this movie That's came out. That's the joke, everyone. It's the That's joke. the joke. Exactly right. <laughs> the movie came out in 2008. It's taking the piss. And it is done so fucking well. Oh. It, right? It, uh, it's one of the, the best pieces of acting, comedy acting I've ever seen. Oh, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. He's so funny. He's so funny. He's, he's playing an Aussie as well. So yeah. he, he's, he's, he's an American playing an Aussie who's playing blackface. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, you know, he's offending a lot of people apparently. It's next level funny. As an, Australian, as an Australian, I have no dramas with him playing an Australian. And as a human, I've got no dramas with the blackface portrayal. I think it is, it's pretty funny. Oh, I think it's funny. I think, you know, because people have started being called out for, if they wanted to be Michael Jackson, you know, painting themselves white, no, um, wearing blackface or whatever. And it's like, for a long time, it wasn't racist and then it was racist. Yeah. And it's like, okay. That's fine. What happens if it was the other way around? What happens if, you know, Brian Lara wanted to be Don Brabant? Would he, what would he do? Oh, Don Bradman. Edward's body line, the TV series body yeah, it's line. Good. Did you watch it recently? Uh, I've, got it, I've got it at home. I see you didn't want to go to that line of thinking of what, what if you reverse the racism, what would that mean? Uh, no, well, oh, for fuck's sake. That's definitely off. porn with that music. Um, you know when you open your news articles and there's a little video and it just yeah, decides to play? Yeah. It's really fucking yeah. annoying. <laughs> oh, look, I think that reverse racism is accepted. Yep. Uh, and look, you know, of course, Brian Lara would have wanted to have been Don Bradman is the greatest cricketer would have ever lived. Yep, absolutely. So. Why wouldn't he? Yeah. 
Yeah. I was reading. I was reading. Um. I was reading an article. I don't know. We were talking about it with you when you were here about the guy that, uh, he played in a uh, like a a social game against Don Bradman back in the day, and it was like a say it's like a charity sort of thing back in the yeah, and he got Bradman out, like he bowled him out for like fifty four. Yep. And then, um, so he bragged to everyone for a whole year <laughs> about how he bowled Don Bradman out. Yeah. So then the next year, Bradman goes, I'm going to play in the game again. Yeah. And took 33 off his first over. Right. And then took like 30 off the next over. Something oh ridiculous. God. He scored yeah. 107 runs in something like 22 balls. No way. Yeah. And, then he, and then he goes, yeah, well, yeah, okay, mate. The guy got taken good. off after, because it was eight ball overs. So the guy got taken yeah. off after two overs. He's, he's, um, he's, I think he's something for like none for 56 off two overs. And it was all Bradman. <laughs> but I'd be bragging about that as well. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I bowled Bradman, but guess what? Next time he took a 56 off two overs. Yeah. What a legend yeah. is he? Yeah. <laughs> Because uh, apparently he was brutal. He was because you know how um, Michael Jordan was very brutal with his teammates and with yes. people, and yep. and apparently uh, that Bradman was very similar, very similar yeah. trait that he was just always on. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, he he captained the nineteen forty eight Invincibles. I mean, he, he that would have been a hard slog for the players because he yeah, like you said, he would have been on. All the time, and they would have played shitloads of games in between test ah, matches. Yes, they did. Yeah, um, and and you know what? What? And we're getting back to cricket again, but because I want to talk a little bit about it later. But um, you know, you talk about workloads of bowlers these days. But back then, they didn't even have physios and shit. They and they bowled and bowled and bowled until they couldn't fucking move. Yeah, they did. Anyway, we're a bunch of pussies. Oh, we've definitely softened. Oh, fucking. But anyway, Robert, going back to the point, Robert Downey Jr., that is an amazing piece of acting. He's an actor. He's not an actor being racist. He's an actor. So then what are your thoughts on uh, the woke culture now saying that if people are going to play a uh, disabled person, that it should be a disabled person playing the role? Are they a disabled actor or are they just disabled? Oh, well, I don't think the 1% give a fuck. Whether they can act or not. If you're an actor, you're an actor, right? If mm. you're a disabled actor and you're good, you're good enough. Disabled actor, great, fucking yeah. fantastic player. You know, you got people in wheelchairs who who are wheelchair band who are actors who play. I mean, it doesn't matter though, as long as the as long as the person can portray what the what the what the director wants, then they can be pink with purple polka dots for all I care, like an avatar. Um, or, you know, if they're, cause didn't someone get a, for playing, um, Hawkins now, someone got a, got talked to, oh, you were an able bodied actor and you played Hawkins. And the guy said, well, he was able for 20 years, first 20 years of his mm-hmm. life. <laughs> how, how is the actor going to, how is the disabled actor going to portray that? Yeah. <laughs> the first 20 years. Yep. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Look, I, I, I just think if. Yeah, seriously. Get get a life, people. 
There's, uh, there's way more things in the world to be worried about. There's fucking world. There's a world war about to fucking happen in the Middle East, and no one. And you're worried about fucking who's playing it in a wheelchair actor again. <laughs> Another war in the Middle East. Yeah. Well, I know you saw that Yemen just fired some rockets at some fucking Iran backed again, of course. Iran, Iran, Iran backed. So Yemen, Yemeni. And Iran, I run so far away. God, you're being very musical today, aren't you? And I run. All right, on that note. Um, the missiles night and day. I gotta get away. All right, so the, the, the last article I've got, and then I've got some points to talk about. It's Excellent. the highest trending sports team in New Zealand this year. So they basically looked at the highest trending things in New Zealand on Google, and then they've got a top 10 of each. So I'm going to just run through it quickly. The top 10 sports teams, the Warriors beat the All Blacks. Really? Up the Wars, yeah. The Warriors were number one. Uh, the All Blacks were number two. And the I hate the Black Caps. The New Zealand international cricket side was number three. <laughs> yeah. The Black Caps. We don't call ourselves the Green Caps, do we? Or the what do we call that? The baggy, baggy Greens. The baggy Greens. Come on, be better. Do you know what the um, New Zealand um, um, badminton side's called? Um, hang on, hang on. The Black Cox. Yep, that's it. Well done. Um, <laughs> Uh, what what's the New Zealand basketball team called? Uh, are they the are they the Black Ferns? No. Or are they the Black Ferns? Are the New Zealand Rugby Union women's side. Okay, okay. They're the, the Tall Blacks. The Tall Blacks. Wow, they're really bleeding that stone, aren't they? What's the New Zealand hockey side called? <laughs> the male ones. What do they use? Black sticks. Yep, the black sticks. <laughs> oh, fuck a duck. Uh, and the other well, one we're, the is... we're the hockey roos. We're the hockey roos. That's shit too, to be honest. That is shit. What about the soccer roos? That's even the worst. No, I reckon the soccer roos is good. Oh, shit. Shit. Anyway, um, so, and then calling that... F- number four is Inter-Miami, obviously because of Lionel Messi, right, yeah. which is interesting. And then five was the Lakers... Six were the football ferns, and that would have been because of the World Cup. That's the football ferns uh, because of the World Cup soccer. Number seven was Wrexham, the ones that yep. um, Rob and um, Ryan Reynolds, our, our good mates, Rob and Ryan own. Um, then it was the Chiefs. I don't know White Caddo. Chiefs. Yeah, it must be that. Yeah, it must yeah, be White Caddo. The... Did they win? Did they win the? They won, didn't they? That's right. Okay. They won the Super. Don't know, it's rugby. Fifteen. Uh, the Breakers, which is the New Zealand Breakers who play in the NBL, NBL. and then number ten was Manchester City. So there you go. So here we go. You'll like this. Notable Kiwis. So individuals. Number one was Ryan Fox. You know Ryan Fox? Okay. Hang on. Sailor? No. Motorcyclist? No, but close. Motorsport? Yep. Okay. Now hang on. No, Ryan Fox is the fucking, isn't he the golfer? Hang on. I've got to look it up now. Yeah, he's a golfer. Really? He's the golfer. Yeah, yeah, Ryan Fox. He's a golfer. Yeah, I thought so. He, I, I, for a start, I thought he was someone else, but I'm, he's in, the other guy is in here. So Ryan Fox and Israel Adesanya, obviously the UFC guy. Liam Lawson. Now, I know who Liam Lawson is. He's the guy who got his F1 debut. 
Yes. yes. Liam Lawson. Yep. Uh, Lydia Ko, another golfer. Yep. The woman golf. And then the rest, Di Henwood, never heard of. Sean Johnson, number six. Ratchin Ravindra, who can't. Oh, this is so. Oh, fuck, we've got to talk about this. Can't even get a game here, Ravindra. And he was one of the best batsmen at the World Cup. They won't pick him over here for anything. The T20s, for tests. Really? They're fucking. Oh, they've lost the plot over here, mate. Uh, then we've got Simon Barnett. Don't know who that is. Sam Whitelock, the poor bastard. And Michael, Michael Boxall. I've got no idea. Michael uh, Boxall? Boxall. Yeah, I don't he's, know. I reckon he's a sailor. Michael Boxall. Must be something. And then lastly, top 10 sporting events, Rugby World Cup. No, footballer. Oh, he's a footballer? Yeah, there you go. Um, It's very telling that there's only two women in that. So get better women. Um, Number two, FIFA World Cup. Number three, NRL ladder. That's probably it. That's all we need to really talk about. That's... But that was that was the year in sport for the uh, for the Kiwis, mate. Very very interesting. Okay, I'm sure you've got a few questions there. Are we going to talk about David Warner at all? No. Okay. Do you want it? Well, I, 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 I've got a, maybe a question to pose to you. Sure, go for it. Uh, he's now retired, and during the last test, he's also retired from one day cricket, and I'm assuming 2020 as well. Yeah. Uh, where does he sit? Where does he sit? So he's obviously been in the team for a long time, thirteen over thirteen yeah. years. Uh, he's a good batter. Yeah, good fielder. Uh, yeah. Where where does he sit? Because publicly, he's probably not as well regarded, just more because of his personality than anything else. Mm. But in terms mm. of cricket, is he is he a great? Is he top tier? Is he well, well just on pure statistics and and feeling? He's, he's probably one of our greatest ever opening batsmen in yep. all forms of the game. All forms of the game. Um, look, I I, I I love a lot about him. I love the way he played in terms of his aggression and trying to dominate the bowling. Um, and I really respected his ability in the field, similar to me when I played back uh, in wow. the day, uh, school cricket and, and for Gordon. Wow. Um, just prowling there in the covers to start with and ended up in the gully, you know. Just wow. Just, just one of those. Um, but there was a lot of unsavory stuff that he did. Like I didn't like the way he chirped too much in his early days, I think. He, he, he did a bit. And you know, look, and we grew up sledging, right? And we, we did it. and. I suppose the older you get, the more you go, oh, what's the point of it, you know? So the sledging thing, the sandpaper thing, I, I still don't know if we've got the real story yet of what happened there. Um, and I think with him shutting his mouth, the bowlers must have known, right, I think, uh, what something was happening, but he shut his mouth. So that's pretty loyal to the team, I would have thought. So that's quite a good trait. Um uh, and I think in his old in his last few tests, he didn't wasn't as prolific, obviously, but he mellowed out a bit. He seemed to, I think, playing in the IPL helped him in terms of getting friendships and not being as combative and all that sort of stuff. So, to 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 boil down a long answer on that, I, I'm I, I loved watching him play. So I think he'll stand there as one of our best opening batsmen ever, uh, in, at least in the top three. 
I would say. Uh, okay, so is he in front of Hayden? For me, no. Is For me, in, no. Is he in front of Langer? Yeah. Yeah, is he in front the poor of old Langer? The poor old Langer, though they never picked him for one day. When I think he would have been a good one day batsman. Is he in front of Gilchrist? Um, in term again, in terms of one day, as um, he's probably on par with Gilchrist, I think. Um, but I, if you said to me, who would you rather watch bat? I'd Pick Gilchrist <laughs> ten out of ten. So five, then so. you've got War and Gilchrist as an opening partnership. Uh, I wouldn't have. I'd have Warner at three. <laughs> but he had Ponting there, right? Mm. Yeah. Oh, well, I don't think if you pick Australia's best team over the last twenty years, thirty years, he he's not in. It. It. He doesn't make it. No. I think Test. Right. I think Test and one day. I don't think he makes it. Who I would think, be your Test openers then? You'd have Hayden. I'd have Hayden as one. And Langer is the other. Or I, I'd Slater? Pro- I'd probably, maybe Slater. Uh, mm. Maybe Langer. Mark Taylor. He was, f- David Taylor, Boone. Taylor was amazing. Boone, Boone was Graham amazing. Marsh. Uh, yeah, mate, there was some quality opening bat. Mm. Um, mm. You know, one day team, I don't think you can go past Gilchrist and War as the War. opening bat. No. You just can't. can't. It just offers too much depth in regards yeah. to having a keeper and having like an all-rounder open the batting. Guy that can bowl for you as well. Can and you then, imagine being a bowler? You have War, Gilchrist, Ponting as your top three. <laughs> like, yeah. If I can get one of these guys out, I've done fucking well. <laughs> yeah. But then, but then, even if you even if you got a couple good quick early wickets, Michael Bevan rolls yeah. in and scores ninety <laughs> off seven, well, eighty balls. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's it, it, yeah. that that team. And even then, even even when Andrew Simons was in the middle order, there even like there yeah. were just some. That's some, fuck. That's some quality cricket teams. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I think I think David Warner is an excellent. I thought he was an excellent batsman, but I think yeah. that if you, yeah, you know, I think if you go through the, I think where does right. he fit? You know, where I does mean, he fit in the greats? Would you rather have Rinder Sawag as an opener or David Warner? Right, even if you go international. Mm, yeah. Would you rather have Alastair Cook as an opener rather than than David Warner? No, because he's English. But you know, you know what I mean. David, yeah. Alastair Cook is an amazing player. Yeah. Even Andrew Strauss was a pretty fucking good player. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's a really interesting question. Yeah. Now, now that you've talked me through it, it's like, oh, he was fucking good. He did a job, mate. He don't worry, he's very good. But but you yeah. know, like he, I think he was. I think the last five years we've not. Since before, probably the year leading into Sandpaper Gate. Yeah. I think that first eight years of his career were incredible. Oh, yeah. He was yeah. aggressive all the time. I think he then he then yeah. started to think a bit about it. Yeah. And he, yeah. He, and then he became, he sort of became, he was rocks or diamonds. You know what I mean? Well, well I think I think that. Com- oh, whoops! I nearly knocked over the microphone. I think that combative style was to because he he needed to have a chip on his shoulder to score runs. I reckon. Mm. So I think when he lost a little bit of that after that sandpaper gate, I think that's when he got mellow and he just what didn't have that. I think the hunger was there, but that extra, you know, like 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 Michael Jordan would do, he make it personal, right? I think he lost a little bit of that, but um, yeah. yeah. He did a job though. Yeah. A no, job. he did. He did yeah. a good job. So then, running off that, they've picked the squad for the West Indies 
uh, yep. test, and <clears throat> they haven't picked Cameron Bancroft. Yep. Now, I'm surprised he ever got to bat in for Australia again after, not because of his role that he played, but I think that because he opened his mouth. I'm surprised that he got to because remember when. Yeah, he he, only, he came in for one or two games. In, he, he? No, he came. In, he 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 played a, a maybe a, uh, a season. Oh, did he? Okay. Like uh, when when Warner was suspended, maybe or after. No, he, or, but he, or yeah, he, he would have been nine months. Yeah. Well, he did play a number of tests after the yeah, after I the bullshit. That. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't remember that. But then he came out and said the bowlers knew. Now. Yeah, because they did. They did, but you don't come out and say that. Right? <laughs> no, if, the, no if, if if they've got off scot free, take one for the team. Yeah. Now, the fact now that one of the bowlers you've accused is the captain of the team, yeah. there was no fucking way Cameron came out, and I it made me laugh. The people go, oh, they're going to pick Bancroft. They're going to pick Bancroft. There's no fucking way. The, the and and the thing that makes me laugh even more is that. They are picking someone who has never opened before now. I know they're shoving Steve Smith up. They think he's going to be amazing. Or they're going to play Cameron Green at, at opener in front of the guy that scored the most Sheffield Shield runs over the last two years. Yeah. Yeah. That's obviously it's they're not going to pick obviously him. not going to pick him. He's done. Yep. Absolutely. Unless there's a changing of the guard. And what's happened to Will Pukowski? Because he was, he was head, fucking mean. He's, he's head. Still his head. Yeah. So he came, I think fu- he might have came back. And play the game this year or last year, or late last year for Victoria. Do you, do you know? So this is my view. I've told you. I think on a really early podcast, my view on helmets um, for juniors, and it was basically my son first ball. I, I was against it first ball. He edged it straight into his head. Uh, so I was pretty happy he was wearing helmet, mm. right? But but look at look at those players who are great. Pullers of the ball, especially early in their career, like Viv Richards, um, uh, Ricky Ponting. Uh, uh, Ricky Ponting. Well, even, but even, who was the left? David Gower. Those sorts of players. Who, yep. they, you got trapped a lot, David Gower. But, but a lot of those players didn't play with a helmet to start yep. with. Ricky Ponting, not so much. But the other two didn't play with a helmet. That's why oh, Ricky, Ricky that Ponting. Shot. Ricky Ponting, when he first came into the Aussie team, wasn't wearing a helmet. Wasn't he? He really? was a cap. See, see, for me. It's more dangerous now to try and hook and pull than it was without the helmet because they've now think they've got this safety well, thing lazy. on their head. They're lazy. They're lazy. Absolutely. So they're not getting inside the ball yeah, properly. They're lazy. Um, so I think that's why there's been more hits in the head since the helmets come in. I think yeah. personally. Now you know someone like Rick McCosker, who he's a guy who got hit in the jaw, wasn't yeah. it? It's a centenary test. That didn't happen very often. It didn't happen very often. Mm. So I think. I think the helmet's actually really taken the hook and the pull out of, you know, people are ducking bounces now. In the past, they would hit them for six, right? Mm. So anyway, so I, I think with Will Pukowski, I wish he hadn't worn a helmet in a way so he could fucking learn how to pull him because that's when he kept getting hit, when he was trying to pull mm. a ball. Mm. Anyway, that's, I don't know how I got into that. But oh, openers, openers mm. for Australia. Yeah, I, was- I just, I don't know about Steve Smith and I don't know about Cameron Green. I just don't know. I, I don't. What about Matt Renshaw? He had a great start to his career. And he's he's kind of in the squad. Him. He's in the squad. Yeah, well, uh, he's a, he's an open, out and out opener. Absolutely. You know. Anyway, absolutely. so that's that. But um, hey, um, what are we here for? Time. I've oh, got a little bit of time. Um, what's your view on 
So Usman Kawaja put on some stuff on his shoe to bring awareness to the, the Gaza conflict at the moment, and the cricketing body came down on him, and then they allowed him to put a dove on there or something like that. What what's what's your view on sports people and bringing their politics into the into the sporting arena? Uh... <laughs> it's a hard-hitting question for the end of the pod, yes. Okay. Uh, no, they shouldn't be allowed to. I so think, they shouldn't take a knee, shouldn't do No, I think that, that save your politicising for outside the arena. Yep. I think once you step foot inside the field or whatever you're going to do, I think that it, your time's done. Yep. I, d- I just don't think there's... <clears throat> Yeah, I don't think there's a place for it. Yeah, it just opens a it opens a can of worms. I reckon. I agree. Look at Kaepernick, who was the San Francisco yeah. Yeah. quarterback. He's he's his career got fucked because of what he did. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's not it's. I'm happy for. I'm the same as you to a point. I I think, like, there was a time when Pat Cummins said something about the environment and something, and people got up him for it. I'm like, he's talking about the environment. <laughs> Yeah, it's not. It's not like he's talking about I don't know something that's really controversial. Well, <laughs> but the environment has become controversial. Well, idiots. Have, I mean, yeah. Okay. You have, know what right. I mean? You're you're right. It, it, but everything's become controversial, right? That's well, the whole I think, point of this podcast. Well, no. Well, but I also think I also <laughs> think that. Um, yeah, I don't think that it is the forum for. Outspokenness. Yeah. Oh, and look, do you know what? I agree because if I hate it when someone is playing a concert, right? A lead, and then a lead singer says something about save the rainforest or whatever. It's like, mate, I don't care. I don't care what you think. And do you know what the key is? I don't care what you think. I actually don't care what you think. What? But these people are seeing this as a platform. Well, to, this is the problem, right? Yeah, we're, yeah. we've we're rose to a position where we now have a platform that no one else has. Yeah. So we're yeah, going to yeah, take yeah. advantage of that, uh, yeah. and I think that it's a bit like baby. It's a bit like the boomers thinking they're all real estate moguls, and they just got fucking lucky buying a five thousand dollar property, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, or, you know, it's all also like the boomers going, oh, well, we live through 14% fucking uh, interest rates. Not at $700,000 mortgages, you fuckers, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> I don't care. Right. I don't care. Yeah. Just yeah. be you. If yeah. you want to talk about it, do it on your own time. When you get on the sporting field, all uh, forms of politicizing and uh, affirmative action and all that kind of shit, can be left behind. Sport shouldn't be used for it. Yep, I agree. It should because you know what? Like the NRL are the perfect fucking example, right? Oh, they've fucked up. Heaps. They they have they have pandered. They are the Disney of the sporting fucking globe. They have pandered to every minority and every fucking weak ass thing and. They've got a round for everything. Oh, oh it's it the rainbow round. Oh, it's oh. it's uh, the the fucking indigenous round. Oh, it's the women in league round. Oh, it's the I've got one testicle round. Oh, it's the I dye my hair blonde round. Oh, it's <laughs> I shave my ball sack round. They've got a every fucking round. There's something different. 
And do you know what? Magic round doesn't have actually any magic. <laughs> it's the Hogwarts round. Yeah. Right? But you know what? If they were yeah. to develop shit, more shit like the magic round, which was to the benefit of the game yes. and not to the benefit of a fucking minority that gives them about one eighth of percent of their revenue, the game would be better off. Stop trying to change the fucking world with every fucking step that you get and just concentrate on being the best at what you do. Right? Absolutely. That's it. Just yep. be concerned about you and getting what you do and don't be concerned about the minorities and then maybe the minorities, minorities would shut the fuck up. <laughs> but you it. give them a platform... So then they think they're more important than they are. Hence, you get fucking Usman Khawaja putting shit on his shoes when clearly he knows it's against the protocols. Yeah. And then he's going to bitch and moan because he's a Pakistani that he has the right to do it. Sorry, mate. It's not one rule for Usman and another rule for everyone else. Yeah. Fuck off. Yep. Yep. It's funny how it's gotten that woke where they wouldn't have alcohol in the change rooms because he doesn't oh, drink alcohol. Fuck a duck. That, that that does my head in. That does my head in. You know what? Sorry, was he? Here's your Pepsi Max. I don't yeah. tell my mates because I don't drink anymore. Boys, sorry, you can't drink in front of me. Yeah, no. There, of course not. There is not one rule for me. <laughs> I could not agree more, mate. This is what is. This is quintessentially what is wrong with the whole of society that everyone's individual belief is the most important thing and has to be respected by everyone. Yeah. Whereas absolutely. the person with the individual belief does not respect everyone else's belief. Fuck off. Yeah. Have a beer in the sheds. Uzi, yeah. have a Pepsi Max. Or you know what? Fuck off into the uh, grandstand and see your wife and kids. Can you imagine Can you imagine? I grew my hair out and I... And I put it in dreadlocks, and I became a Rastafarian. Please do it. And and I, I as part of the religion of Rastafarianism, which is a religion, mm. apparently, you have to smoke weed. Mm. And I go, and I'm a Rastafarian at work. So imagine if they said to me, "You can't do drugs on work time." I go, "Well, that's part of my religion." Mm. What can they come back with? Oh no, this is my beliefs. They'd be hitting you with the "Can you cut your shit locks as well?" Yeah, absolutely. And have a shower. And have a shower because you look like you stink. (laughs) You look like you stink. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to Symphony in the Park in in uh, the 10th of February here, and John Butler's playing, so we'll get a bit of stinkiness there. Oh, you're going to get that's full blown bo there. Bit of woofie. Bit of woofie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm looking for. I like him though. Can you? My dog's jumping on me because it's dinner time for him. Yeah. Oh, really? It's the John Butler beef. I've got. Go. Job. I'm going to dreadlock his, dreadlock his fucking hair. Hey, there's two other points I had, but I'm not going to do I'm going to save them okay. for next week. Now I'm going to, But I'm going to do a little teaser. One's wow. about women's tennis, right? <laughs> and the other one is about what I call the imaginary spirit of cricket. Wow, the imaginary yep. spirit of cricket. Spirit of cricket, yeah, yeah. So, so that's just to keep you on tenderhooks, listeners. Well... Um, I tell you what, I'm, I'm going to go and grab my Supre catalogue and I'm going to expel my imaginary spirit and uh, <laughs> enjoy the rest of my afternoon. 
Adam, it's been an absolute pleasure. And what a way to start 2024. If anyone's got this far, oh, well done. the last 20 minutes was the best bit. Yeah, it was great. It was great. So, look, are we going to do any socials or anything? Or yeah, we, we will, mate. Just... Well, I'm going to settle down and get some stuff going. Oh, uh, yeah? All yeah. right. Well, um, look, we definitely need some T-shirts um, done. Yep. Um, yep. Even my cousin's got um, two band T-shirts. Though. I think I showed. Did I show you them? No, you didn't. No. Appetite. Oh no, he's got Appetite and a Wasabi Drunk is the other oh, band we've, right. we've got. Yeah. So even he's done that. I mean, he's he's on it. He's so um, we need to get on it for Trans Tasman Gibbons. Now that we've got eight listeners, it's fucking wonderful. Thank you, Robbo, for joining the team. Um, share to your mates. Share to anyone. We don't care. <laughs> See you next week, Adam. <laughs> See you, Whitey. See you, listener. Uh, Bye for now, people.